0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Puckish Podcast, P-U-C-K-I-S-H. If you, yeah, today is, we're going to talk about what's happening around Singapore, which is, everyone knows is the GE, the General Elections. And today we have the full crew with us. What's hey. up? We have Amiril, Vin, and Nigel, bam, bam, bam. if you didn't know who the full crew is, bam, bam, bam. and me, YJ.
1: <laughs> doom, doom, doom.
0: DJ yeah, before we begin, I'd just like to shout out to all our listeners once more. Um, from all over the world, glad you're listening. Hopefully, you're enjoying what we're putting out there.
1: I wonder if they understand our accents. I,
0: I am. I assume they do because I think we speak in a bit of a neutral accent <laughs> over the so. microphone. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> I, I doubt. I doubt so. <laughs> That's why I would like I to tell myself. Think the most
2: colloquial Singlish kind of accents. we well, we'll to adapt.
0: I commend our in- international listeners to that they put in the patience to listen to us.
3: Thanks for sticking around. Yes. Yeah. And if
0: you're listening, if you enjoyed it, please give us a rating on whichever platform you're listening to and yeah, also cheers. Share cheers, fam. share to your friends. Um, if you just share it to one person, it's great. If you share it to more than one person, that's even better. Post it on social media. We love to um, see your post and you could tag us and we can say hi from there.
1: Shout out to Bezi Kaka for sharing <laughs> his uh, yes, IG good story. Man. Good
0: man. Yeah. Good man. Okay, I I think first we let's talk about how we did last month with our challenges. So if you don't know, at the start of June, we challenged ourselves to do a physical challenge of running a certain distance. So for Vin, he was supposed to do 120 km over a month. For Nigel, yes. it's can't remember The number is too Na- low Nigel I and Amuro. 80 right? 80.
2: <laughs> Both of you guys Are doing 80 Yeah, yes. yeah.
0: And I think Amiru Due to injury He couldn't Complete Boo I was close I was Let's boo him together Let's <laughs> <But> <laughs> together. boo him together But he tried At least he tried yeah, yeah, No he tried. boo <laughs> Boo Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for the, the encouragement Nigel wow. no, no, no 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 Fuck you boo <laughs> See this is why <laughs> Nigel brings us down All the time Yeah He's
3: yeah. such a Debbie downer <laughs> No
0: you suck how how do you guys find the, the challenge? Like, were there any points um, during that month that you decided you were done with it? I know Nigel took a few breaks in between.
1: Super, a lot
0: no, of breaks.
2: Uh, Nigel's tactics were quite impressive. He, it was on. very spread out. It was very <laughs> spread out, but it was like intense yeah, each time you yeah, did it. Yeah. Dude, he that's intense why he's a professional
3: was... procrastinator. Okay, because yeah. it sounds just like that. You start a bit at the start, right, and yeah. then you just pile yeah. everything up together. Yeah, it was like so a
2: sandwich, right? It was yeah. like 40km on day 1 and 40km on the <laughs> last day or something like yep, that. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, because, right, you guys, you guys run yourself tired too fast and like, it was a such a long, drawn out affair, right, that y'all were complaining midway. Whereas I was like, how am I going to do this in the best way with the least amount of pain? And that's what I did. I took a two-week break and then I just <laughs> whacked the last the last two days. You do a two week break. Yeah, it was a two week break. <laughs> what the f? Is
2: no, okay. even a month challenge. <laughs> yeah, that kind of defeats day the purpose, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to
3: be fair, so, our challenges were nothing compared to theirs. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So like yeah. the first week, I I wrote I I maybe ran about forty. Then in the next two weeks, right, I just ran about ten km, at most. Yeah, then. The next two weeks, I ran... Th- I mean, the, the last two days, I ran 30km.
0: So you split it. Last 40 two days. Yeah, last that's, two days, I
2: ran 30... That's 30 crazy. Yeah. That's like <laughs> two fifth of the two times 15k. <laughs> that's like burning your midnight oil right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm Isn't a mugger, that man.
2: more dangerous? Did, wouldn't that be risking yourself to injury if you just go from 0 to 15k in two days? Yeah, yeah exactly. From 0 to 30k. I
1: was, a, I was very fearful for my life on the second day of my 30km uh, journey. So in the fifth, the first day, the last, the second last day, I was like, okay, I can do this. Then I ran sixteen km. Then, at night, I was feeling like, oh shit, my my souls are giving way. I don't know <laughs> if I can do the other fourteen km. <laughs> then, <laughs> and then somehow I managed to do it. I I I ran maybe about, uh, nine km on the second day, and I walked another. 5k and so i you, did it
3: you terry fox your way to the finishing line man
1: yeah, yeah yeah i really limped like by the end right i was like i was two and a half hours in i was like fuck this shit i'm <laughs> never doing it again <laughs>
0: <laughs> i, no, I your, thought i was a mugger your problem was because of your tactics and your strategy no you
1: but, I, but i had lesser days of complaining about pain
0: no but overall you spent more time running right let's say your running actually even improved if you did it every day so what was your so supposed mileage if you did it every day? 2.667 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 2.667, right? yeah. So let's say 2.7. That's like 20 minutes a day, right? So that's like let's say seven minutes. It's less okay. than twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, less than twenty yeah. minutes. So you could 20 minutes a day and you wouldn't have to go through that soul. No, crushing but why
1: but why go through that when I can just dedicate three hours on the last two days to run the three fifths of my <laughs> journey? Right? <laughs> I
3: think I think to be fair, right for for this one is because we all have different um definition of like improvements. For Nigel, mm. is like maybe like to to finish it everything, but for YJ you need to improve every mm. day. You need to be faster, and ha- yep. and how do you get better? But for Nigel,
0: mm. on the other hand, <laughs> I, I strongly disagree. Going going his doing his strategy. If yeah, you were, had Amir over- also try to do challenge. the same. Don't talk so much, Amir not
1: No. You also I, wanted to cover the last the last, I didn't, journey, last part that's what, that's of the what journey.
3: I, that's why I didn't like bother trying to do your, your routine because for me, I'm not a runner and I, I don't want to injure myself running yeah. like what you did. I don't want to be limping. I want <laughs> to be in the freshest state possible, okay, when I start July. Because yeah. uh, the gyms reopen and things like that. So to, I, be honest,
1: to be honest, I only had one day of rest. Like I mean so I completed it on uh, Tuesday, right? And uh you know, Wednesday, sorry. Then I took uh today off eh hey, no 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 sorry i completed it on Tuesday I took Wednesday off and I'm fine already whereas y'all complained <laughs> for two weeks that you uh, you know Vin was ah. complaining about his uh, shin and I mean his knee mm. and then um, uh, YG has like various complaints about his knees and when did and I ankles. even
2: complain you you said you were YG hurting YG didn't complain YJ yeah. just pushed through the pain why <laughs> did only complain about his speed
0: yeah, being yeah, so yeah like how fast yes, it, I
2: did it. That's why I complained oh, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, I think I yeah. think you complained about the distance being too short, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, so so,
2: so YJ's amazing amazing performance led him to complete three hundred kilometers this yeah, month oh in thirty days, Ooh, okay, every congrats, like, captain th- average of ten thank you. km a day, which is absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely insane numbers. Because I thought that because I did one hundred and twenty, and I thought that was like pretty like. Intense yeah. for me already yeah, And yeah, I was yeah. dying And this We're guy done. just did like More than double that <laughs> Which was crazy I ran with him once I Tried to keep up with him But he was just Too much of a beast yeah. And I only did 10k And that day he ran 22km Which is just <laughs> Another <laughs> Just craziness
1: Why don't you tell uh, us about it, Your 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 journey your, your Journey of pain So
0: my journey and strategy Is basically the opposite Of what Nigel <laughs> Chose to do Yeah <laughs> So I I decided that the challenge, Jing part of the challenge, was to do it as much as you can, as often as you can during that month. So I I took it that way. I did so the first two weeks I did I tried to do a daily run, ten km every day. But there were a few days here and there that one time my hamstring like tweaked a bit, and another time I had like some stomach pain. I had to go back and shit. <laughs> so I, I cut it short at like three Km and I didn't bother going out again so i was i was actually at a I was actually behind for the next two weeks and then what i decided to do was to catch up i decided to just run one km more the next day for the next two weeks oh my god so that was like all the way from 10 to 22 km so it was ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, 11 12 13 14 15 all the way to um 22 and then the last day i had just 10 km left so i just did the 10K on the last day. Isn't which easy was for you. Actually, I felt that that was a shittiest run. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think I think I was at a point of dimin- diminishing returns. Because the think- last, the run before that was 22K. So that was the longest I've ever ran in terms of distance and time. And also, I was at quite a fast pace. So I think my body kind of felt the effects of that. Mm, um, see? So I just did a leisurely 10K jog. Um, and after two days, I feel fine. I could do it again. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: So, so so, um, YJ has shared about his um, victorious approach, right? And, and his methodical structure on how do you complete this 200, 200 kilometers challenge. But for Vin, you also did your own challenge for 120 km. So, can you just share with us what was your strategy? Yeah, that's
1: crazy,
2: also. Well. Yeah. Well, my strategy at first was just run 4 km every day. That was the easiest, most straightforward thing. You know, I'll see <laughs> how my pace would be affected. And I think I think that lasted for ten days oh. in a row, eight, uh, nine or ten days. And then my back or my knee started hurting, and I just like I was like, okay, I cannot. I need to give myself a day off. So I took a break, and then from then on, I sat I was struggling with this knee thing lah. So I was still running four k around there. Some days I ran five k, but you know to make up for it. Yeah. And then towards the end. I took two days off And decided to try a 10k with my friend So I ran 10k So then I took another two days off And then I met YJ (laughs) Run that 10k I I thought I could run I wanted to try 12 But I died after 10k I was just (laughs) too tired And weak And then after that I had Was supposed to run I only had 10k left For the remaining three days So I was like Okay I'm good I just need to run 4k Times two days And then the last day I can do easy Like 2k or whatever yeah. And then my, after that 10K, I don't know, for some reason, my ankle and the out, my outer foot was like in so much pain, right? I couldn't, I couldn't walk. I was like limping. So I was like, oh man, how am I going to do this? And yeah. so the last day I had 10K left and I still hadn't tried to <laughs> run yet. So I just like, th- that was the most mental runner. I just had to like tahan the pain and I just do a slow 10K. And I knew that if I stopped, running, I wouldn't be able to start running again. So I just, just keep going. Yeah, and then towards the end, right, I need champion, to shit champion. so badly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like <laughs> That's I the was worst just like, feeling.
0: What is up I was, with running and shitting, man? I don't, know. I don't know. It's the worst feeling to have. Yeah,
2: like. yeah. I, I was just like, oh well, okay, like I my, and I was wearing my new shoes that I bought and I haven't and I hadn't like worn it like I hadn't broken into the shoes yet So it was biting my heel Then my uh, ankle or something Then I needed to shit I was like oh no I have like 2k away.
1: left
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have 2k left then I was just like no, no 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 I cannot This is like the most Mind over matter thing Then yeah. by the time I finished I, I finally finished it right I had to like Literally drag my feet back home And I haven't Left my house since
1: <laughs> Wait so you but, You didn't even shit The last 2km
2: No I just went I couldn't If oh I stopped God. right I wouldn't I wouldn't be able Because I, after I stopped I couldn't run again I couldn't walk I was just like Oh my, my god! My foot was so bad. Yeah. Champion, oh champion. God. So did you take but a shit immediately after your when you ran? Run no, run? I didn't. In the end, I didn't have to. <laughs> 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 my body was just like, nah. Just kidding. <laughs> <So> your body injecting <laughs> the effort. Tired, already can't poop. <laughs> my body just like, dude, you're so stupid. You won't run for what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> but you know
1: when I heard when I heard that you hadn't finished your last ten km on the last day, right? I was like, I'm gonna overtake Vin Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, um, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it was just that, that amazing feeling that when you cross the 10k mark or like a finishing line, right, and you're like, okay, at least you accomplished a goal uh, and it was, yeah. it was this nice feeling.
0: Yeah, anyway, guys, it's um GE
2: 2020. What is GE? Good segue.
0: Like GE stands for <laughs> general election. Great segue. All though. right. <laughs>
1: that was seamless. <laughs> whoop, thank you, whoop, thank whoop, you.
0: Like, I've been, I think, practicing. <laughs> yeah, fitness. your writing course has helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I think before before we talked about, wanted to um, record this, we had a bit of a conversation about um, politics in Singapore and how we, how, or maybe I, I, I I'll speak for myself that I've always felt quite apathetic to politics in Singapore in general because I think if you don't know the history of Singapore, it's just been the ruling party for like I think majority of
1: since 1959
0: since 1959 Um, so there hasn't been there's never been a big change in the politics or any like big hoo-ha or any discussion much discussion about politics in Singapore except for when it's close to general election or or when any big event happens so I was generally um apathetic but I think this year's election is a bit different because of the whole COVID-19 situation, there are no physical rallies and everything has been brought onto social media and the internet where all the parties are holding, holding their rallies and their discussions, their debates, their manifestos, all on the internet. Um, they do go around their states, their, their areas to speak to voters, but majority is still on the internet. So it's been a very different election and everything has been brought to our screens um, like never before. So I think that changes the dynamic of how voters are looking at the election right now. But and there, but there have been a few incidents since the um, January election was called. And I think one of them was the whole Hua Chong incident. So um, maybe, Nigel, you can give some context to it.
1: So Hua Chong, one of the discipline department people, sent a, a memo or an email to all the students in J1 and J2 um, regarding their... Personal social media platforms and advise them not to um, share any opinions, any uh, thoughts about what they think of the G, the general election. And uh, basically, you know, it f- feels like to to us, expe- um, especially, it feels like a a move to shut down the the creative thought or the the the. The discussion immediately before even the you know you know, before they are even allowed to vote, right? Because these are these are eighteen, nineteen year olds. Yeah. For so, those who
0: don't know, Hua Chong Institute, right? Institute. Institution, institution. Hua, Hua Chong Institution is a yeah. it's a junior college in, in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. And it's so one they, of the top
1: five, I guess.
0: Yeah. So they are top school in Singapore that so for junior colleges they have students, their age is about Eight, 17 to eighteen or seventeen, 17 to, 18, to nineteen, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, around the age range. So very, um, yeah, all they are teenagers. The email is suppressing political discourse, um, asking to suppress political discourse amongst their students. So yeah, uh, yeah. I just want to put it out there. What do you guys
2: think? Well, in the email, the reason for it was, uh, that the context of many of the messages that the students may share or that are being shared. Are too complex or nuanced and it would be best to refrain from commenting on anything on social media don't go into the, there's, there's too much to go into so best not to go into it that was the uh, rationale behind it well <clears throat> firstly you can argue that social media is where the elections are taking place now anyway right so it's, yep. it's basically your main form of communication to anyone Right now is through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, those are how the political parties are com- uh, communicating and it's how information gets spread. So uh, yes, these students can't vote yet, but there has to be some value in getting them engaged, I feel, and involved in politics at a young age just be- just before their voting age. Just And certain political parties have been talking about reducing the voting age to, or lowering the voting age to 18. Yep. So that in the near future, people in JC might be able to vote. I guess yeah. like, looking at it, right, I guess, I don't know, I mean, JC students, and none of us here went to JC, uh, but you know, JC students have to write their <laughs> GP essays, and reading some yeah. of the comments on Facebook, they were saying like, these things were being arg- argued in GP essays, so, the oh. gen- GP stands for general paper, right? so they, in general paper, they talk about a wide range of subjects, and one yeah. of them is politics, right, so you yeah. are encouraged in class to talk about politics and get Involved in politics, learn more about what's going on. And okay, coming from a name school, so for personally, right, this some- yep. this is something that's not new. I feel. Uh, I think Nigel also, yeah. you can have experience here because we were always told to think about your school name before you do something. Yeah. So you know you have that kind of, oh, I'm representing my school. You know, like if if you're wearing the school uniform, I think that is more obvious because you're more obviously from that school. But if you're posting something online, right? It kind of feels like the, the school doesn't own the students. And if you're posting something online that is not illegal or it's not racist or sexist, why not? I mean, it's not obvious that you're from Hua Chong if you're, if you're just a, a netizen. Hmm. So I don't see why. I mean, they're worried about something controversial being posted out. And then after that, you know, then they have to kind of post a statement and everything. And, you know, try to not have any bad press for their school. Yeah. But... I think I think it's a bit overbearing on the school's part. It's a bit. It uh, sounds
1: very authoritarian to me, actually. It, yeah, it, 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 it,
2: it, it, it does. <laughs> it's 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 a bit. It's really over the top. I feel it. It was like reading that email. I'm just like, you don't own the students. That's what. That's the first thing I thought. Like, you don't control what they do in their free time. If it's not illegal and if it's not like anything that is controversial, it's just commenting on politics, which everyone in our newsfeed is doing anyway. Yeah. You know,
3: Vin, you mentioned that um your school, your name school previously also like adopted a similar stance, right? To to this, are there like instances in the past that you know uh, might have led Chong to adopt this approach for for this general election? Because I'm I'm not too sure. Like it feels like um yeah, like the opinions are being silenced, and and like what y'all have shared lah, like it's too authoritative and it's not developing our the use of tomorrow to be thinking about like what might be good for the country.
2: Right. Well, okay, mm. you can argue the, that the school stance is that, oh, you know, by suppressing all of these things on social media, that students would be more engaged in the classroom and then engage in a debate in the classroom instead. And then, you know, channel that suppressed voice to something related to more, a discussion in school. Yeah. yeah, and more controlled where you have teachers and, you know, your, uh, your it, authority it? there to regulate it. But then posting on social media is something that is so unique to our time right now that we have that freedom to express ourselves there and if you're gonna be again like suppressing that from an age where when we were 17, 18 that's what we wanted to do we just wanted to like challenge authority or like you know make make a, make a stand for ourselves based on certain things we believed in more so and then after a while we kind of become like apathetic to it but at that age where you want to be in, involved in these things and you feel like you can change something that's the time where you know I don't you should be encouraging this you know, I think the approach that they that they had was a bit off. To say completely, don't do it. I think you can you can tell them you can do it, but make sure you you know you understand the context. Make sure what you're sharing is factual. Make sure you do your research.
0: Yeah, you know, like maybe a guideline to posting about about politics or about the GE. That would yeah, that would yeah. have at least cause yeah like like I'm real like sounds just very like suppressing of political thought when. They are like supposed to be a group of future, the, they are the future generation of Singapore and they are one of the top schools.
2: They are the future leaders, are basically. Basically, the
0: future <laughs> leaders in terms of business, politics, social um, stuff. Like, they are groomed to be that. And does that mean that by suppressing that kind of thinking, what does that mean for our future leaders? Like, are they being, are, are leaders now currently being like suppressed in a way? Because that's the way they've been brought up. Or like our yeah. future generations gonna be suppressed also?
1: Yeah, actually that's a good question because I mean I'm thinking from a from a I'm thinking from a historical standpoint, right? If you look back uh at how our how how we stamped out riots in the past, right? The one of the biggest riots in Singapore was the was uh, organized by Chinese students as well, as the you know, the Chinese community like in general. And a lot of uh, students from I think Chongqing and all that they organized and then they they rioted and um, this was sort of um, supported by the Barisan Socialists which was the, at that time the super left wing group so uh, I I, I won't I, I I can see how the rationale, how they came about the rationale if it, I think it benefits the government if we keep a population of people who are apathetic. I mean, this is my argument. La. I think that it helps the government if we are not informed as well or we are not encouraged to to talk about politics. That's why we have a whole generation of people who have accepted the status quo. I mean, we ourselves call ourselves the passive soft boys, right? We, we don't... It's true even in politics. Like, we... We we grew up accepting that Lee Kuan Yew helped us to accepting this narrative that Lee Kuan Yew helped helped Singapore to to from a fishing village to to the metropolitan city that we are today. But it, it, but if you really look back, right, the activism of school kids of the Chinese uh, school kids, I think it really scared them, and I I guess it now runs through our education system uh, to help to help uh, stamp out their their individual thought, which is quite scary, lah.
0: And I, and I think it's also interesting that those people who are making these decisions are people who have experienced are more have more closely experienced those times when you talked about um where riots have been organized yeah um they are they're definitely from older generation and I hope they do understand that no matter how much you suppress people like they have they have sources of information out there that they can easily access through the internet you can you can. You can look at ideology from all over the world and I mean this this is concurrently happening concurrently with the the whole thing in America with like the Black Lives Matter movement um, which is and they also have an election coming up and we see all this political rhetoric out there not only in Singapore but on an international scale we all have access to it and it's interesting that and I think it's definitely counterproductive because when you tell a teenager not to do something, it seems that they will probably do it, and I I don't know what kind of thinking went into that decision. except that they except that it was a decision coming from fear.
1: But if you look at our neighbors right in Malaysia, why are they able to to rally together? Why are they so enabled to go out on the streets and and do something about a, cor- a government that is corrupt, right? For us, it's like yes, our government is not corrupt, but there are things that could be improved. Why are we not? Empowered in the same way.
2: I think the Malaysia comparison that that's because there's that was some super blatantly, mm. uh, corrupt and so what they were doing. What allegedly,
1: allegedly, yeah. we cannot yeah. say. It.
2: Allegedly, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. allegedly sorry, sorry, <laughs> Najib. Allegedly, he still he still says he's innocent. So yeah, yeah. you know, he might you might be unaware of what was happening. Malu Apa was cool. Uh-huh. So he says. But uh I mean the the thing is the difference is in Singapore a lot of things it works, right? So there is no outright reason to go and protest something at the moment. There, there are a lot yeah. of small laws that even the whole POFMA thing that you can argue about what is a fact and what is not and stuff like that, right? Uh but when it comes to big bigger things like I think in general most things are are working well are working Fine, people are getting along fine with their lives. So there's no push to go out and protest something in that same level as people did in Malaysia. Yeah. But then again, questioning what we are in, the system we are in, is something that is like very important also. And, and, I, and I agree what you said about making people be passive would help the government because it works, right? So if if it works, why question? So just just let just let it go on and go on and go on. And then by doing that that's when there's complacency and then that's when things start to get taken for granted and then that's when problems... That's when I mean, there are really other issues that are, that are happening but that's when things get worse. Huh? If, you, if you're if you not questioning it, if you're not having any sort of opposing opposing thought to anything that's being passed or said or discussed or whatever, yeah, that only benefits the, the ruling party, right? I mean, okay, I I, I kind of think that... Come on, uh, there are Hua Chong teachers also, right? And Hua Chong... <laughs> like I feel like they, there was a bit more to this... I don't know. I, I think that I, there might I'm there might sure be something more to it. Like, yeah. it might be because they want the students to actually really engage in a in a proper discussion and debate in class or in a in a setting where that the teachers have control or the teachers are there to also back it up or you know discuss with them and ask them where they get their facts from and stuff like that. It it may be that because after all they are also grooming the next generation of our leaders. So
0: maybe maybe they see those cases where all the political leaders all over the world y- their tweets from 10 years ago gets dug up yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I think so maybe I the think whole Ivan Lim a- thing also
1: yeah yeah
3: but that's the thing also right because I don't know eh I was, I was reading about Ivan Lim's uh, situation and whereby uh he he's a he's a dick right apparently according to the, what people say. Uh, according yeah. to like your social social justice well, warriors.
2: According to Facebook the posts, la, like his Facebook status. Yeah. Facebook yeah status the
3: ruling is that you're being persecuted for being an asshole for um for I don't know. Yeah. You, he didn't capital, do anything right?
1: illegal. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do yeah. anything illegal. He was just an asshole.
3: So <laughs> uh, Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's a bit scary to think about it that that, that before your campaign started you you kinda got destroyed already. Yeah. And yeah. it's a bit sad la, in a way that you y- mean, st- you st- you stand no chance in the eyes of
0: the internet. I think this brings brings us back to the whole social media and um elections on the internet now. It's it's a bit crazy, especially when I think the first victim of this was Ivan Lim. Um mm-hmm. when the when this um election was announced. So to put it into context, Ivan Lim was running for parliament. Am to say that parliament? Um yeah, he's part of the jurong um uh, you're sorry your grc uh, no no my, i'm um, I'm, west coast now west oh. yeah so he was running Gerrymandering. for, for <laughs> a seat in the parliament and from there a lot of his ex army mates his ex work colleagues came onto social media to basically say that he's not a good person from all from all, so and and all these people from his different aspects of his life came out and said and gave different examples on how much of an asshole he was. And from there, he after I think one or two days, or maybe maybe a day more, he decided to step down from running for a seat in parliament. So he is, he was our first victim of this the whole social media court.
1: Internet. Yeah, I, I throw this question to you guys right. Does it really matter if he was an asshole if he can lead? I mean, okay, think about it, right? Our leaders are all from around the same schools. They can be considered elitist because they are from the same schools. But they have all been trained by PR, by image consultants, how to channel that, uh, the image of earnestness and honesty and authenticity. They've all been trained. I mean, does it really matter that they have uh, an, maybe an elitist mindset as long as they can do the job of any MP.
0: Yeah. So I, I saw this um, post on on Facebook from, I know I forgot this um, user's name, but he said that something along the lines that effective leaders have to be assholes. Yeah which, I saw is, that post also. yeah. which is true to a certain point. Like you see, I guess we can say this about corporate leaders, like like famously like Steve Jobs, even now um, Elon Musk or Bill Gates, they were all like assholes in different ways. They were known for throwing yeah. tantrums and being mean to their employees. Yeah. Look even, at the
1: UK government. Like all of them are from Oxford or Cambridge.
0: Yeah. And um, so then he threw out this question like like, like you did. Like, is it okay to be an asshole? But I'm, I'm not sure in politics, especially in, in Singapore, where people see things differently from... Because all, all the people like he cited or we cited were mostly western people from a, people from the western world
3: the Razor guy is an anso- asshole also yeah, yeah he he cited the allegedly razor allegedly guy. <laughs> no, no
0: yeah all this allegedly <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, all this
1: allegedly we are just discussing who the asshole is that's why we're not assholes right guys <laughs> yeah yeah we're so nice <laughs> 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 we're not even saying his name
0: <laughs> Razor guy could be yeah, yeah Razor guy it could be anyone
1: <laughs> yeah Although there are so many articles about him, right? <laughs> you know, but uh, there are also other articles that, that say he's a genius. So yeah. that's why, does it really matter that someone is an asshole? Uh, I you, guess you ideally want your, your leader to be humble and all that, right? But it's just the image that you portray, right?
0: I, I think because he hasn't proven himself to have any quality of hmm. or competency of a politician yet, Yeah, that's why he was kind of um, weeded out at the start. I think that was one of the main problems. Like he, he didn't show any form of competency into being a politician. Yeah,
2: I think there are a number of things. I feel like, firstly, about being an asshole, being a leader and asshole, and the people they compare them to are people who own cor- big corporations. They yeah. were there, corporations to earn money. He's he's running to be a member of parliament to represent people. Yeah. So. I think politics is—it's like ninety percent your character. It has—it has to be like I mean, even though you're an asshole, right? You need to appear that you like you care about the people mm. and like you don't you don't care about your rank as a leader. Which he showed that he in that in that story that was posted. Yeah, it showed that he was like very wary about his being the CO, and he was like like calling out this section commander that came into the tent, saying that this tent is not for section commanders. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. yeah. yeah for officers yeah. or whatever. And then uh he made it very clear like in, in in the army that he was, you know, the the GM of some of uh Keppel, right? Yeah. yeah. Keppel and, O&M, yeah. And uh yeah, he, he just made it very clear that he's he's better than the than the rest. Uh. So he played he in the army like you say, oh yeah, he played rank. Uh. He just played rank <laughs> and and he know he knew how to suck up to the right people in some ways in order for in order to get what he wanted. That aside, I mean I feel like He had a lot of opportunities To come back And show how good A politician he is And how good A MP he is right When He was addressing All the things That were being said about him His 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 replies were like Not even Shitty It wasn't even A proper apology It's not an apology He didn't accept it
0: He lost the battle there he lost mm, it there yeah. already with his he response. He dated the
1: thing wrongly. When he did the thing wrongly already, the <laughs> press release wrong means fail already.
3: <laughs> okay, we can, th- those are the small details that we, I didn't even <laughs> see in Agile. That's press what the, are, oh, the PR, oh, guy PR, PR guy knows. PR guy, PR guy. No, you <laughs> did wrongly, <laughs> episode <right>? 2, <laughs> wrong. skill pay, pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid.
1: He never checked. He never checked.
3: But but I think you're right. Uh, you hit the nail on the spot. That, like there. Had, he had every opportunity to like rebut against all this um, claims, yeah. right? And he doesn't have to even debunk that he's an asshole. He just needs to you yeah, what right, he said? He just, your personality plays a part, right? How do you answer that? How do you showcase? How do you to be perceived in the eyes of the public when you get called out? Essentially, and I,
0: yeah, I, I think if what if he did what the guy who stood up for him on Facebook did, I think he would have stand a better chance. Really, like saying, well, oh, all these other corporate leaders are assholes." Also, therefore, no, it's okay what the for fuck? That's no, P R, huh? fuck you. <laughs> you cannot say
3: that.
2: You cannot double down, Y J. You cannot do that. You, can, you always have to double down. No. I think in this situation, right, he has to the the best way for him to be relatable is to show his flaws, to say yeah. that he made a yeah. mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Then then the people will be like, oh yeah, like yeah. you know, we give you chance least, uh huh? at least he's trying to change and then stuff like oh that some neighbors said he didn't smile at him, right? Then yeah, he yeah. just replied saying that I don't recall the incident. Yeah. I, there are some neighbors that I'm closer to and some neighbors that I'm not. Which yeah, is just th- th- a lame like avoiding of the whole thing in the first place. Yeah. I mean just mm. say like something bad. Big something better or something like. Oh, I apologize if I did if if I didn't engage with you and yeah. like I don't mean no harm. I don't mean any harm by not engaging with you. Yeah, something along those lines. Like something that shows that he actually cares about the people. Because the next thing that he did was, which I think he shouldn't have done, was say that his mom was affected by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by <laughs> by these by these comments, like he's gonna be a public figure. Yeah. Then he's gonna say like I mean being public figure, people are gonna say stuff about you online after just like one or two years of people saying these things, then he was like, Oh my mom's very affected by it and my family's affected by it. When when he should be showing that he was owning it more and not saying that his family was affected by it. It's not even that bad an exc- accusation because he didn't do anything illegal. It's just about, you know, yeah. certain things about his character and things yeah. like that. After issuing that statement, then after that he he pulled out. And the fact that he pulled out also shows something, right?
1: Let's be like honest, lah. He didn't pull out, okay? Allegedly, okay, okay. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> he pulled out. <laughs> so allegedly, uh, for this aspect, He one oh one
3: allegedly.
1: No, okay. Let's let's be honest. I don't think he pulled out. That's my opinion, not not a statement of fact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but but the first victim. But I think if not only that, like it isn't all bad to have um. So, uh, social media be involved in the elections like or elections be involved be in social media yeah I think there are quite a few good points also like I think one of the good things that I loved about this whole thing was that the memes coming out from um, this this election so far has been on point yeah um, I think the um, one of the most famous one is the East Coast plan thing oh my god that happened so for, for those who don't know
2: um, it's not possible our, I think everyone knows about this yeah, uh, yeah. for
0: our international <laughs> listeners maybe um, for people yeah, in so, Brazil yeah the Brazilians <laughs> and the the Danish well, what, what did he say like um, East Coast plan for, is East Coast plan or something like that he basically said East Coast plan 90% out of like 90 times out of like 100 he doubled down on his statement okay East Coast is East Coast <laughs> is East Coast Yeah, <laughs> Singapore <laughs>
1: is East Coast Plan together. Yes,
2: the, the the plan was Coast. called "Together We Care," right? At East yeah. Coast, yeah. <laughs> at, at East Coast, the thing is "Together We Care" at East Coast, so it's like a. I mean, now when you hear him say that, it's you just keep thinking about the <laughs> East yeah. Coast plan together.
0: Okay, but you we know care. one thing that I when I googled him last night after the whole um debate happened, um I actually found that I actually found out and I remember this that he had a stroke. Before. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like people are now coming out saying oh, we shouldn't have been so mean to him. Um, yeah. Because this uh, may have been a symptom of it. Because I yeah. mean, it's election time. Everyone is a bit stressed. Yeah. Um, but I I still think that doesn't make the meme not funny. I feel bad. first thought YJ. You're <laughs> cancelled, YJ. Yeah.
1: That was my first thought. I was like, oh shit! I shouldn't be laughing at this guy. I forgot he has a he has a stroke. Like maybe but, maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> he he's stuttering because you know there are some after effects of the stroke
0: yeah yeah um, it might i think be, a lot of people did, a lot of people didn't realize that, i think mm-hmm. and i think everyone felt bad if if they if they were to know they would it would have felt bad but yeah that was one of the main highlights from the nomination day but i think
2: about that thing about stroke right I, it yes i it's, it's bad that that's happening to him but yeah. if he's going to be the next prime minister i mean this is part of his job also right yeah. to, to be able to speak publicly and be conf- deliver his speeches with confidence and it's unfortunate that that happened to him but you know that may not that may mean that he's not the best person for the job right? that
0: that was the the first thing that came to mind for me actually like he's he may be the next prime minister and what does that mean for the future prime minister if it was him like like is he fit for the job still Um, even though he can definitely carry on the job but that all these questions will definitely come to mind, especially during an election.
1: Yeah, especially um, his family. I think, I think it's hard on his family as well. Yeah, it's
0: definitely, for, for it's definitely it was an unfortunate incident, uh, unfortunate mistake on his part, but uh, these things happen and I think for the election, he may have raised a few questions about his um, physical yeah. ability, probably. No, the,
1: be- the best part was the Singapore consumer brands were, will- were, were they were very yeah Like Dundos and, and yeah, all, yeah, these fuckers, yeah. the
2: all these East Coast fuckers. All these
0: fuckers. Our East Coast plan is delivery to the East or something like that. <laughs> capitalise I mean, family to the,
2: um, people in the marketing team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> jump they
1: have to on it. anything to sell a, a product.
0: And, and I think um, continuing on with social media, like, one thing that happened last night was a political debate that happened online. It was on TV and everything on also, TV, but yeah, I think also. a lot of people watched it on Facebook and YouTube. I think a few interesting points came up with from that debate. I think mainly everyone was very impressed with uh, Jameis Opa. Yeah,
2: Jameis so, <laughs> so, so Lim.
0: So lovingly coined. J.J. J- J- Lim. J.J. <laughs> yeah, J- M- Lim Opa. The mp
1: to be for Sengkang GRC.
0: Yeah, what do you guys think of him?
1: He's <laughs> well-spoken. <laughs> But okay, I I saw I saw this picture on on Facebook I think where someone said that if he was wearing a white shirt instead, if he was representing PAP instead, we would have very much different differing opinions of him, because there is just that stigma attached to people of different parties. Let's face it I think I think uh, a lot of younger people you know veering towards Workers Party, and that's why anyone that is presented as the new face of Workers' Party or the new up-and-coming face is going to be, you know, champion, for example. And anyone coming out from PAP as the new face, for example, Ivan Lim will just be, you know, dismissed as a as an elitist bastard, allegedly. Yeah. There's
2: imagine that happened. Like, an imagine James Lim coming up as a PAP <laughs> candidate. What are going to dig up? You <laughs> know, everyone's <laughs> celebrating his past now, right? Like, oh, look yeah. at him. Then his CV was being circulated online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, someone,
1: yeah, someone was saying, "Oh, how how long has Jameis Lim spent overseas?" You know, th- that would be the 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 sort of um thinking behind if he yeah. if he was from PAP, you know, He had a bit be of like, an "Oh, why he got also, yeah." Right? That's why people will be thinking why he got accent, right? Yeah, they'll so, probably
0: put this whole like yeah. elitist PAP thing onto him if was if he was wearing a white shirt, which I think it's, it's all about it's,
1: perception, lah. I mean. Workers' Party will always have a better image on the internet. The underdog, you know? uh, the
0: underdog image. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was um. But I think the debate was interesting to watch. I think another main thing that came out of it was the 10 million population number, which Doctor Vivian just basically called say it was a falsehood. But the poor guy like SDP's their manifesto. Qi. Doctor Chee, Doctor Chee's like, poly, his campaign had one of the main points was the 10 million thing, yeah. which actually was one a which was actually a misquoted uh, piece of information.
1: It's um, arguable. I think it's arguable. Like, yeah. I guess, I guess, yeah. Why don't Vin talk about it?
2: What What they were talking about is, yes, in the SDPs, uh, one of the, their whole campaign slogan was four yes, one no, right? And the one big no was the no to 10 million population, <laughs> which uh, he brought up. And then uh, Dr. Vivian said that it was a falsehood. Oh, uh, and then, but... Uh, Dr. Chi was very adamant that it wasn't a falsehood. So what it was actually was this article. Um, it was during a ministerial dialogue uh, at NTU where uh, DPM Heng Shui cited former chief planner Liu Tai Ke who said in 2014 that we should plan for 10 million people for, it, for Singapore to remain uh, sustainable in the long term. And you go and see the article, right? What it says in that article, he was saying that we should I think the rough summary is we should plan for ten million more as a way to give us enough buffer. Yeah. Plan as if we were going to hit ten million as an yeah. overestimation, so that the projected maybe like six point nine million can live comfortably. Yeah. I think that was what he was trying to say. So he didn't actually say like uh, ten million people, but we should be planning for in the worst of the worst case ten million people. Yeah. But in order for that, in order I mean by planning for ten million, then we have. A comfortable life for the six point nine million. That yeah, that yeah that so that the number, social
1: yeah. space. He mentioned something about the social space there being enough for people. Right? Yes, social and living yeah. space. Uh. Uh, so maybe Doctor Che misinterpreted the misinterpreted. the article.
0: But I think misinterpreted is the a better term, <laughs> especially when what's that guy's name again? The Lim, uh,
1: Liu Taike, the Liu chief Taike. architect.
0: Yeah, he was the ex-chief of the chief housing architect. board. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he was coming in from more of an urban planning perspective rather than a policy for population perspective.
2: Yeah. Definitely yeah. it was. So and
0: I, yeah, there was some misinterpretation.
2: So yeah. basically today SDP just released a post on Facebook uh striking off the 1N. Oh really? Video. Yes. <laughs>
0: One thing so, done. <laughs> so, so their their
2: their point of view now is like, oh look, we really we managed to convince the PAP to say no to the that's ten million. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> so that, that's their their way of looking at it or putting it on their on their Facebook page. And in that in that write up uh, on that post, he, they say again that based on the what Shui Kat said in twenty nineteen, that mm. any average person reading that will infer that they meant a ten million population target which at first you might think so, but I think the more you, I think you just got to go back to the 2014 article and see that, and see what he says exactly, because yeah, it's more for the social space and urban planning than actually hitting a a target of 10 million people. But anyway, SDP spun it and it it kind (laughs) of worked in, now Uh, now in their Facebook. Arguably worked. Arguably arguably worked (laughs) on their (laughs) Facebook page. So I don't know how people are going to respond to that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I also want to raise a point that um, especially because as in every election I think people want to have a, a more diverse range of voices in parliament and that's why and there's a lot of the opposition parties um, value they see mm. or they, they kind of value themselves in their way and I think you can kind of see a glimpse of that from what has happened in the 10 million population thing because if Dr. Chi didn't call Dr. Vivian out about the 10 million population thing or if he didn't mention it then Doctor Vivian would not have categorically stated in front of everyone that they will never plan for ten million or never yeah. reach a ten million. Well,
2: PAP so, did release a statement earlier on that day, saying that they would that the ten million was was uh not true. So just before the the, the debate actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why Doctor Vivian was so adamant that it was a falsehood because yeah. there was a statement already saying that.
0: But I think that comes to a point where, because I think what the ruling party has always done, the PAP has always done is they will say it's not true or that um, this is not this, it's actually this. But they have never really said much about it. it will never happen. And I think when you yeah. say something such such a black and white thing because of an opposition's, opposition poking into that, I think that's a good way for people to see that why we need diversification yeah. in the parliament. Because imagine if that wasn't pointed out and then they could say in the future that, oh, we said, we weren't, we didn't mean that at time, but that didn't mean that we will never do it. But this time they kind of said like, we will never, ever do that. So I think that kind of gave a glimpse of what an opposition does for.
1: No, but they can always go back and say, I mean, they can always, moving forward, they can always say, you know, looking at our needs now and mm. what we, and our projections, these things change, ma. Like, they can always say that they can go back to this uh, uh, this population target thing. Because they, they did release a sort of a white paper thing before where mm. they wanted to raise the population to a certain number. So there was some, some talk of a population target. Just that they received a lot of flack from opposition party, from public, about space. That's why ho- this whole thing came about. And... I, I feel like the opposition just keep harping on it because there isn't really much to go on. So every election, they are going to go back to the same thing.
0: I, I, I think that is also necessary uh, for for someone to harp on this, even the smaller details. If not, it's like it's like when I harp you guys on, like, oh, I harp Nigel on, or do you run or not? Do you run or not? To <laughs> <laughs> so actually make him run.
2: Yeah, you need to push. You need someone <laughs> to... Be yeah. In your ear And nagging also right Like yeah. And co- and you have to be co- You have to be held accountable To everyone right To the public Because that's what You're in Position of power for mm. But I mean Going Like if if Let's say this They do change their stance On the 10 million thing Then the next The next election You have it Very clear black and white That he said this That they never
0: do it But they
2: And so they have it. More ammo for opposition In the next election uh, yeah. If that yeah. actually happens
0: So I think that was Another point that came up From that
1: Debate? What was the what was the key takeaway the the one liner that you remember from the from the debate?
2: I guess it would have to be the blank check one, right? I think that was the most like mic drop moment. It's like basically Jameis summed up, James Lee <laughs> summed up like the whole debate is by saying, like, James oppa, you know opa, not <laughs> yeah, James oppa, James oppa, I'm sorry. Like he summed up the whole debate by saying, like you know what, PP are gonna win, but you know let us vote some opposition in so that we have some say in, in the in parliament, just like how we had some say here today, and you know some some sort of back and yeah. forth. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was was uh, well done. I uh, yeah. but I actually thought that like, he was gonna say vote opposition instead of saying vote wo- Workers Party at the end because he <laughs> sounded like he was talking for on behalf of all the opposition.
1: But nope. Yes, <laughs> what?
2: Like, oh, uh, what my what party am I? Oh, I Workers' Party. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was also what Pritam Singh said on today's rally.
0: Like he said, PAP will always have majority. Yeah. And we are we are just there to provide a, a different voice for the people. So I guess it's a, like a party stance already. Yeah. Um, and I think one weird thing that I really don't like about all this. Um, the format of these rallies and these debates is that the limited time that the opposition has compared to the ruling party, I don't know what you guys think of it. Like I don't know. So how they, how they rationale, rationale, rationalize it is that the party that is contesting with more people have more time to speak, while the opposition, so it's kind of like relative to the amount of candidates you're fielding. So, for example, in the debate, I think it was one and a half minutes for each of the opposition and three minutes for the ruling party. It was four minutes 30. Or four minutes 30. Yeah, because yeah. 1.5 times three. And even today's um, rally, the time they had was a reflection of how many candidates they fielded. So, the, the starting person, the starting party was like only two minutes and it went all the way up to the PAP, which was like 13 minutes. So, I sat there listening to him like... Mr. Hinks Heng What Hingsi Kiet. Hingsi Kiet. speak. For Get it right. Just say H.S.K. Yeah. Speak for thirteen minutes, and I was quite bored by then. Um, but <laughs> I I really disagree with this because I think everyone should have an equal opportunity to add their no, then, views. then
1: they will argue there's communists. Yeah. You want <laughs> you want a meritocracy? You need to you know go according to how many you feel. But that's
0: not a meritocracy. That is based on <laughs> how much people you have, like how big your is or like they, they knew how to game the system I mean, like,
2: they yeah. made the system man. yeah so, that's right I, I, think, I think okay for the debate right at first when they when they said it like what 1 minute 30 seconds and then 4 minutes 30, I was like huh how come yeah. why and then I, you, I guess because all 3 opposition are attacking the PAP and PAP needs yep. to defend themselves also yeah. in a way so, so not only defend themselves but also say what, what's next so that's why they probably have more time but I don't think the one minute, thirty seconds for the opposition is enough to talk about anything. Because anything it's just too short and you can't even get into any detail when uh when Dr. Vivian was asking like how you're gonna fund these things, then uh Dr. Chi just replied by shooting PAP back and not really yeah. saying anything about how yeah. he's gonna Minister fund. Pay, it. Mr. P- yeah. Minister <laughs> pay, Mr. Minister Pay And all this all this stuff that, you know, it every second counts, right? So how are you gonna make how are you gonna make your whole argument in that? Time frame, you know, when you talk yeah. about foreigners and things like that, too many foreigners, then it just sounds like very like, like xenophobic because it's so short. You don't have time to like, properly like, explain yourself. Yeah. On the platform where everyone is watching, it's the best time to explain a bit more into how you're going to get. But I guess these, these numbers and all these things are not the, the glamorous side of it. Like. It's stuff that if you really look into it more, you want to know how, but you just need to say the, 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 the key points, which is like, temporarily suspend GST, yep. uh, say no to foreigners or say no to to passers and things like that. Yep. You know, it, it. I just felt like it was interesting of course but I felt that the 1 minute 30 seconds is still way, way, way too short and then you know you have the host, the the guy just cutting in saying like, oh, you can't, you gotta get, get to yeah. your question, you know, get to your Actually, point.
1: Yeah, I, I would argue, right, that, that this played in the favour of of the more... Uh, well-spoken um, uh, opposition party members, because because four minutes thirty was was just too like yes, it gave him enough time to answer everyone, but he spent a lot of time answering everyone. That's the problem. Like he didn't, he, Dr. Vivian didn't get enough time to talk about it, so he had to resort to um keywords and and for for people to remember. So he kept emphasizing job 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 jobs, jobs, So so that you only remember these talking points like that was a very like pr ploy la, i would say like he he had to instead of going into detail about his um his plans he just had to repeat the talking points and what what you will remember from his speech was that first he said job jobs jobs the second thing he said was workers party is just pap like and that sticks because then you would as a voter you would think oh fuck like you know even if i'm voting workers party they're just going to Say yes. They are just like a yes man. They they are just a little half step to the to the left. What's that uh, gonna do for Joel, me?
3: That is, that's a very interesting statement that you mentioned. That this is a very smart PR plot because for me, I didn't watch the debate because I was so busy, right, doing yeah. work. So like, I my takeaways were, uh, PAP like So that was my the first thing I really searched about it. Eh? Like, why yeah. was it? Why are they being called PAP like So that's as as you know, as a as a, trying to be an informed voter, why why are they raising up all these talking points during the debate, la? Yeah, and, and it's a very smart PR move. Yeah, it really stuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, so
1: e- yeah, even though James sort of won the debate, sort of in in the public opinion, right? But I think that what Doctor Vivian did was very smart because he knew that he would have to spend the four and a half minutes just replying Doctor Chi, who was the most antagonistic to him, then, um, then smile at Doctor uh, James and say, "Oh, you know, you're you're my friend. You you are just like me." you're just a little bit to the left. That's all. Like and then people are going to remember pooling. that. Yeah. People are going to remember that. And then people are just going to think like, oh fuck, why, why should I work Workers' Party, right? They they get the NCMP. They are, I would say that PAP is playing a very, very good game now. I
2: think another definitely another, te- uh, another technique. Sorry, another technique that I realised that he was saying, right? He 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 said this thing where even when I was watching it, I realised that he, he used the word I hope you agree with me Like a lot of times <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, hope, yeah. I hope you agree with me It's like <laughs> By agreeing with him Means like you know It's the right thing to do It's like yeah. It's like it's the common sense It's the common It's like It only makes sense For you to agree with me Because it's for the people right It's for the benefit of our nation It kind of puts it in your mind That Correct. I hope all of you agree with me And he said it so many times <laughs> Is is that part of a PR tactic or so do you, do you know I, I don't that? know I, I don't know
1: about <laughs> that Because But, but I can I, I know what you mean Because I think right my my understanding is that most people won't read the manifesto, and then when you keep saying that, right? I hope you agree with me. I hope you agree with me, and or I do agree with your manifesto. Then people are gonna think like, oh fuck, that the manifesto is the same lah. Means right, you're not gonna read it, what? So yeah. so they're gonna just say, oh, just for workers' party in NCMP lah. They are they are the same as us. They they you know they're gonna vote the same way as us anyway, right? Yeah. And why why rock the boat? That's that's what they keep saying. Why rock the boat?
2: I, I mean, uh, definitely, definitely interesting la and the, the the illusion of a round table debate <laughs> when it was more like a three versus one la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Handicap I handicap image. <laughs> I mean I feel the format of debates itself is a bit flawed. Yeah. I think before we recorded I was talking to I was I was talking to Amriel and Vin. We were talking about how I was wondering why do the workers why do not the workers, why did why didn't the political parties actually produce more content or media about themselves to put up online. Because we, we are doing an internet style election. Um, and I think before the nomination day at the start where they were announced, where workers party were announcing um, who was going to run, there were a lot of talk about that video where they introduced the candidates, yep. which is really well done um, in terms of the production quality and the way they presented themselves. and. It's interesting that why don't they do more of that in more long form content where they can talk more about themselves what they believe in and who are the people in in this party because if they go on to like CNA or Channel 5 they are they are being it's controlled sound bites yeah As sound bites and they are being controlled by the media which is state controlled and it it just Apparently. I'm just curious why. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's very it's a very bold statement to say that YG. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently.
3: Yeah. Apparently, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently, yeah. I don't think
2: uh, what they say is control, but their time limit is so yeah. it's all time constraint. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not, all not, only,
0: not only time limit, like I saw um so you know the the titles they have on the debate.
2: Track carefully,
1: okay, please. Just, <laughs> just <saying. laughs>
0: so it was Dr. Vivian, Dr. Vivian Balakrishnan, but it was also supposed to be Dr. James yeah. Opa. But they didn't put doctor there. They left doctor out there. Could it be changed? I think it could be changed halfway through the debate, into the debate when someone realized it it could definitely be changed.
1: Wait, was it Dr. Chi also? Or was yeah, it, it was Dr. Chi oh, also. Okay.
0: So they left Dr. James oh, out. So-, so maybe someone didn't do the research. Yeah. No, I mean, it should have been pointed out halfway also. It definitely someone would have pointed it out. Like, I don't know. I, I think it could be mistake, changed. Right?
2: That's, that's kind of uh- no, and, you shouldn't be making stuff mistakes like that. Yeah, and, and uh,
0: the in the debate he was referred to as doctor also, so the yeah. candidates were calling him doctor. So I don't know. And another thing was I saw it was quite funny. Like, um, I think it was CNA that posted like that. Um, doctor uh, James Lim won the debate. Sorry, it was Asia won. Yeah, so Asia the headline. One. The headline was workers' parties. James Slim wins over the internet after his performance in. Ge twenty twenty direct
1: debate. Right after the debate, the, the yeah. article came out, yeah. and
0: then twelve hours later, they say Workers Party James Lim and PAP's Vivian Balakrishna win over the internet.
1: But <laughs> you're treading on like conspiracy waters, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a cons- It's not
0: really a conspiracy. Because is that they, maybe
1: it's uh, because how you how you how you analyze it a second time, and then you realize that you know Dr. Vivian actually played a very smart
0: game. I mean. He yeah. could have just changed. I, okay. you know? I don't know so the they contents of the. Headline. They, they edited the it. headline only. Oh, I, okay. I I didn't read the article. I don't know the contents of the article. It's just something I saw which I found interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: And I w- wonder why the parties don't want to have more, or maybe they they did, or I'm not sure. I've not I've not seen it, but why do not, why do they not have more or produce more, but content that they control. You, you
1: think about who is their audience. Like who are the who is the main people of their audience who will who will sit down and watch one hour of talking? I mean, the Workers Party does do it. Like on the same day, right? Actually, they had the Hammer Show, but it wasn't covered very widely. Hammer Show was just a you know like some sort of a talk show where they mm-hmm. talk about their manifesto and stuff like that. But the thing is, nobody's gonna sit down and watch. Just like I mean, how podcast is not popular in Singapore. It's okay, look,
0: you kind of ride the wave of. What is being in what is in the public eye, right? So, like, yeah. Workers' Party's introduction video, you ride that wave, you have more of the same. Um, Jameis you ride the wave, you have more of the same. You have a more in depth, um, profile video profile on his character, on his personality, on his background, like a mini documentary. And we have our, our queen of Workers' Party, Nicole Sia, like, you do more on that. I remember I was at a coffee shop just now getting like tea. And people are talking about Nicosia. Like, people are wondering, where is she? So, people are, from what I see and hear, people are actually looking for something like that. Looking for more from these But they're participants. just capo, you
1: know. They're just capo.
0: Capo, then that means they're looking for information, what? Don't you think? Uh, like, I, this is at the forefront of everyone. Can't you... Okay, if people are not looking for it, right, then there's such a thing as guerrilla marketing or marketing this is where I need to stop you already advertising yeah. see this is because, Ooh, right? marketing genius. no no
3: it's not that because of things like this right Facebook issued uh, like you know like, in the States there's Cambridge Analytica what? like how yeah. um, mm-hmm. the, the 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 votes were being how the campaign was being run on Facebook how analytical it was and how targeting was being done so like it was done to stop this information to, to be spread
0: yeah, yeah okay so, but, I, but so my point is not information about their manifesto. I'm talking about more of their profiles. So like, who is Jameis Lim? People had to go out and, for me personally and from what I see for other people, they had to go and research about him.
3: Isn't that our 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 choice as, you know, to be yeah, informed? It, it is, we need it to is do that choice. research. What?
0: Yes, I agree. But couldn't the Workers' Party post a profile about Jameis Lim? A nicely done video on YouTube.
2: They did, right? They they do have... But he. I mean, it's not a very in-depth video of his if of his personality but they had a video of him talking about himself like an introduction of himself and there's one they, they, did, a, they did a few for their a few of their MPs short videos uh, I mean these still need to be digestible to them to the average person and not yeah. take up too much time but yeah. what I think that, that they could have done better is for people who really want to know more about it right then, then have a longer form discussion somewhere or have like a a podcast or something like that like, where you can mm-hmm have access to a longer form discussion and then you get people to this okay then this is when it gets a bit gray area where you have people writing an article based on that podcast so you have you have the de- you have the politicians going into details into how they're gonna implement certain strategies and plans or policies or whatever and then you either you can even go and li- listen to that podcast and then you have people writing an article summarizing what they said in that podcast or they can even write, they can even put that out on their own websites as how are they gonna yeah. go about doing these things for, yeah, for like, it to be more credible.
0: Like in terms of social media, like that's if they post it on their own website, I don't think they are subjected to all these Facebook laws about politics and everything. Um so I don't know why why doesn't that happen like for because especially when at the start they had such a lead because of that video they put out, they kind of won me over a bit. They no, won okay. a lot of people a mm. bit over also through their social me- through posting their video through social media how they optimize it for social media even, and I just wonder why there's not more of that and I'm it, quite frustrated. You no, know, you have
1: I- to think about the resources. What the the how are they going to 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 allocate their resources? If okay, I I read this tweet somewhere. I don't know if it's true, right? But someone said that there's only about hundred thousand, hundred and fifty, or more thousand new voters, which is you know around, like people our age and a bit younger, right? If you spend all your resources doing slick videos, right? Who are you? Who are you getting? Like less than a certain percentage of of your voters. If you have a certain amount of money, you you granted, right? You only have a certain percentage of what PAP has. Eh, you are not you are not gonna divert all your resources to get this hundred plus thousand voters. What you are gonna have to go to the streets and go to every single HDB flat and give out your flyers and talk to them for five minutes. That that. Is how they feel that they should be doing, diverting their resources.
0: But I mean, do All you think the money, that has, I feel that build, building a content library of your party. Yeah, and, but it's
1: cost. All this is cost. That, that is not, they, that I, I they guess, are not willing to do. I guess the party itself has
0: to weigh the ROI. You, and you only,
1: yeah, you only have nine days I right? think about it. There's only nine days of campaign. The PAP knew exactly what they were doing by calling it so fast, right? You, Give them only nine days plus they have no rallies eh, that they can go to. And then what are you gonna do? You have to canvass, or you have to keep canvassing or
0: I mean, don't you think this can be done pre election also? These there was so much videos. uncertainty
1: before that, what? You couldn't yeah. you couldn't meet you couldn't meet each other. You only had what one two weeks of one and a half weeks of, of um uh meeting and and uh you know allowing filming and all that, right? How are you gonna and you don't even know when the, the government is going to call the elections, how could you have prepared? Right? And there were, there were a lot of, like, um, that's why there were a lot of the opposition parties wanted to push it back. Because actually, they can hold it next year until, mm. they have until like April next year, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why they were all arguing, like, you don't even give us enough time to prepare all this. I mean, I, I, I know they were prepared. It's just that, I guess it was just cost law and, and resources.
0: I, I don't think cost is such a relevant factor. I think
3: in- I think it is uh, because for all your campaigns all around the world, right, they always call for donors to be contributing to their to their yeah. organization also. Like they get top backers like Vince McMahon for, for Donald Trump and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think in Singapore, like what you said, uh to assemble these funds it will also take time and what Nigel said, like this is a very, very short time to to resource and uh, essentially like to get money in what like yeah, I'm,
0: I'm. I'm sure, but let's let's say I'm, I'm with the. Let's say I'm with the Workers' Party. I'm like, I could just whip out my phone and follow them on Instagram, like post, like record on my phone, put them on live. I mean, then I will have access from my phone of what they are doing already. You know what I mean? Like, like now, like usually I see pictures after they have done the whole like walking around, walk about. Um, so you're saying do,
2: do a live a and a
0: Not only live q like like get someone to just follow them, like capture the good moments. I mean, you know, you watch, or I watch shows like, you know, Veep, mm-hmm. or like recently Space Force also. So they have a media guy who's a bit like crazy trying to film everything, document everything. There's an intern that's going around documenting everything on their phone. Or even... um because i like I think to watch they like, do
2: have a social media team or maybe yeah. one person I, yeah. I i also do think it's a matter of cost because these things you have to pay a, you have to pay a salary to the to the person doing it it's one more person you need to add to your team it's important yes and but it's also about how do you strategize to make sure that you get the most out of the money that you're spending on this mm. it, it's it's hard la. i mean i i, I get why you, the whole thing about it being called so last minute and there's not a lot of time to prepare and of course, the issue now is COVID, right? And maybe, maybe issues now versus issues six months from now might differ slightly. So, how you know yeah. what are you gonna what your content and your video might be different if mm. you are preparing it from now or for six months in six months yeah. later. So all these things have to be taken into consideration also. And I know, like you know, like when Sian like, Yang joining PSP, it was it's probably because of financial, like backing them financially also yeah, in order to yeah. be able to do stuff like this. The smaller parties, where are you going to draw the, the funds from? You're not going to have a lot of money, right? To, yeah. to draw funds to and make these yeah. kind of things.
1: And you talk about Instagram as well, right? I just checked. Workers' party only is 19,000 followers. PAP has 35,000. So why do you... Why would you divert your marketing costs to... The crowd isn't to, there. Yeah. You don't have a base already. So if... You know, why don't you just focus on the media platforms and let them do your marketing for you and your advertising for you? You just go and walk around, right? They're gonna follow you. Mothership is gonna follow uh workers' party all around. Right? So I think they're just looking at how the best way to, to maximize their, their value. So yeah. the
0: main thing was yeah. the resource.
1: And and your audience. you like you don't have an audience on, on online. It's just us. Like we I, I mean, let's be honest, lah, like, I think we are just living in a in this like bubble, in this echo chamber, where where we think oh James Oppa or James Oppa but then who knows right James Opa might not even get g- garner like forty percent of the vote because we are only looking at Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram, and these are all young voters and they only represent maybe hundred plus thousand two hundred at the very most. Whereas your old people right my 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 own father was like who the who is this. He was like, who is this now? I was like, no, this guy is damn good. He's from World Bank, blah, blah, blah And he's now a, you know, he's an econ teacher, don't know what. And he's like, but I don't know him. You know, where's Pritam? He asked.
0: Yeah, I I I get that also. But I don't, I feel there's, like, there could be little bits of content that could be posted that yeah. more shareable. Because, like, in the kind of time, then you know all those WhatsApp group chats, they just send videos here and there, pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel... Those are mostly UGC, right? That, Like, your mm. shareable items. Um, yeah, some UGC, some some stuff. Like, I I only heard about the debate because my family chat forwarded <laughs> someone that said, hi, this is Nicole. Yeah, I will be on this. I will be on air on Channel 8 doing this, this, this. And there'll be a debate.
2: Was it
1: a scam?
0: Night, and a then a scam people message. were very
2: disappointed when she didn't go, when she wasn't. Okay, there. but
0: she, she didn't say she'll be on a debate. <laughs> but she said there one. will be a debate. So right. I kind of went... I Where Workers
1: Party it. wasn't there,
0: <laughs> the English debate. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I kind of knew that. I knew about it from there. So I'm oh. just wondering, if there was more to be done there. Um, but yeah, Workers Party didn't go to the Chinese debate, which was a that bit was a disappointing. Bad,
1: bad move, I think. Yeah,
0: uh, it's a tactical choice. They say it's better not to go there and throw face than. Or you could
1: just be forgettable like the PSP guy. We don't even know his name anymore. <laughs> Poor thing. Hey,
3: the PSP guy now is uh, the most popular guy is Tan Cheng Bok Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The the woke. Yeah, he's he's Insta a hype woke. beast,
1: bro. Yeah, that's why <laughs> Instagram star man. Actually, I don't know what happened. Why why was he suddenly called a hype beast?
3: Because uh, uh, he posted this outfit. And then like, a lot of people commented on him and he's very responsive on social media. What, what was the outfit? Oh. I didn't get to see the outfit. Um, it was him in high socks. It's like the people high socks high <laughs> now. Cap, high socks and like a nice uh, top. Oversized top. And he looks oh, damn swag.
0: What what shoe was he wearing? Uh,
3: she, I, I didn't notice because I was like him,
0: someone uh, should do that that uh Dior Air Jordan thing on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: So, but yeah, I think that's the one way to use your social media channels very wisely. Also, like he he yeah. saw this opportunity yeah. and he reached out to. He's I, I don't know like this girl nineteen year old girl follows him follows his follows him everywhere. So oh. That was quite oh, shit. oh yeah, yeah yeah I saw yeah. that
1: one yeah.
2: yeah the one with the specs are huh? yeah <laughs> yeah like the specs no frame. <laughs> yeah. What, what so tell cute, me one right? thing about you? Oh, I wear specs with no frame. <laughs> <laughs> he trait. covers like
3: like very deep topics, right? We might not be interested, but he covers all this very light-hearted. Like he's very relatable in in terms of internet culture. Right. So yeah, he's doing yeah, the right yeah. thing on social he, media. Like, he's doing the right thing. He's taking all the correct boxes. But to be fair, I I met him personally also because he was yeah. my family doctor. Oh. When I was a kid.
2: That's he, why he's a hype beast, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's so he, like
0: nice. he looked at the the you and puts. like I should, <laughs> I should copy your style. <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> Kidney was hurts.
3: very Disney. I was very, I grew up like a Disney kid, so oh. uh, I didn't
2: look very so. He cool. influenced you, uh? yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I think so, uh, I think so, uh, Being in close, <laughs> thanks, Doctor Tan. With shout out, allegedly
1: influenced yeah. Amirio. Yeah,
3: he's he's quite a cool guy. A nice so guy you also yeah.
1: you met him and then he's very friendly and all yeah. that,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like a very friendly guy. He seems. He's very chill. very very like uh happy happy kind of <laughs> yeah he kind of
3: debunks like the 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 myth that doctors are very evil <laughs> i was scared of going to doctors when i was a kid but uh, yeah he was very nice like come 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 like it's okay come, come me, boy boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that la, but like he was very nice
0: <laughs> that's fun i don't think i've ever met anyone of the politicians that are running uh... on the. A- in a, in a way, outside of them being politicians, you know, like, I'm really meeting him as a doctor. Yeah. Have you guys met anyone?
1: Uh, uh, Maliki, maybe, because he's my MP, and he, yeah, he's nice, but uh, I don't know. I don't know any any bad stories about any MPs, to be honest.
2: I mean, it doesn't have to be bad stories. It could be. <laughs> uh, is it, who's the MP for Algenia? Sil Sylvia Lim, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she came She's when... A, when my when my grandma passed away, she came for the to send oh. her condolences for for the funeral. And wow. she was like talking to to all of us for like a good twenty, thirty minutes.
1: Who's your grandma? Workers' party no,
2: or alumni. Ma, but my but my grand my <laughs> I know my, my dad's side, like, my oh. uncle and all are very uh avid workers' party f- like supporters. Oh. Yeah. So but that was that was very nice. They, like they, she brought flowers and then she came and then she just like yeah. talked to them because they were in the alginate area la. so you know oh. it's kind of whenever there's a funeral I think that's what they make it a point to do like go and visit and pay respects small yeah. thing like that is quite a I mean it's, it's quite a big thing like you have take 20 yeah. minutes or 30 minutes out your day to yeah. go and do things like that but I think that's what MPs do now right they answer letters they do these things you know to like show the, com- show the community that they're in that they care and they want to be involved yeah. with with these yeah. matters
1: I, I, I heard stories about Pritam Singh uh, queuing up for for food at, at Yuno's market as well so I guess it contributes to his image as an everyday man.
0: Dude, that guy, he did his master's in war studies. In what? war studies? War studies. That's his master's degree.
1: Wow, that's them scary. Eh. <laughs> yeah, he's damn
0: fierce. Eh. Damn.
1: <laughs> Are you, all of you first-time voters? No. No, you voted last.
2: Yeah, this is my first time. Yeah, first time uh. wait really? Because, uh YJ and I were overseas during the last oh. one. Oh, we weren't oh. I think we were back in Singapore, but we weren't, we weren't you know, in in the yeah, we weren't registered. yet. We yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean but I went I have you all been to any of the rallies before?
2: Uh hmm. I drove past a workers' party. I haven't been to it, uh, but I drove past a workers <laughs> drove party. drove past It's freaking massive. It's like yeah, yeah. It's it was I like it was a concert um, Yeah. Yeah. I, it's I a went for a the then you got Mosh Pig or Mosh Pig. <laughs> <every laughs> <day. laughs> Oh, the you the guys angry, guy, <laughs> angry guy
0: with the, like, the
1: specs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The reform party guy. <laughs> Boo the baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember the guy, man.
3: What the hell?
1: The guy is a fucking god. But,
2: but see, yeah, yeah. In rallies like that, you see physically how many people are supporting yeah. you, right? Or like, uh, are wanting to vote for you and then even if you just attend the rally with your if you're in the middle, right, and you see the crowd like that, you kind of get sweet because you're like, wow, so many people no, are thinking this way, No, right? but that's the
1: thing, right? That's the thing. Like, in 2015, right, there were very massive crowds for workers' party and PAP, on the other hand, had, you know, similar, uh, very, you know, comparatively less crowds. But then when it came, when the results came out, right, PAP won a bigger margin share of
2: the, so, yeah, so people were more interested in hearing, but you know, just to just to yeah.
1: see. It's just the contributing to whole KPO thing. Like, it's like <laughs> going back to your Nicosia comment, like, oh where's Nicosia? But you know, maybe they maybe. don't want to vote her in, they just want to see her. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why that's why I'm so that's why I'm so worried about this year's w- um um elections, because uh we we are all we are all increasingly in this e- echo chamber where we don't know what the silent majority is thinking. You know, your your older folks. Or mm. your, or your even even among us. I I saw some tweets like, actually, where people are sick and tired of just listening to populist views on on Twitter, and always supporting you know opposition like SDP, like Workers Party when they offer. I mean, this is the opinion of them lah. Like, they 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 think that they offer no, you know, viable option alternative to uh PAP. That's why they just vote for PAP, because, you know. All, all we are just all we are, all we know about James Opa is that he's very smart. What else do we know about him? We haven't read the manifestos, right? Mm. We know that Nicosia is popular because she was the youngest ever in twenty eleven. That's all we know.
0: Yeah, I guess I just wondered, to my previous point, whether there could be more done mm. for that, um, because I I do want to know more, and I wonder how many more people. I'm wondering that also? Here's the thing, right?
3: Because there's a lot of things of things to research. Also, what right? So yeah. for me, like, I think my, my my GRC is one of the more con- contested ones. Yeah. So I think it's like of two, two full ministers uh here and 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 uh, fighting like um our our beloved Hype high brother. <laughs> yeah. So 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 it's uh, it's on me to be research- researching all my constituency and the teammates and who's gonna be representing representing my my area first. Right, before I Time to like Nicosia, uh, like that one secondary yeah. noise also can uh. mm. So I don't know lah. Uh, it's a lot. It's really a lot to 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 absorb. Uh, Cause for me politics not my, my my main focus. I can be very upfront with that. But yeah. I I, I just want to do also, yeah. I just want to do my due diligence of like finding out what will benefit, how I'll be affected in my area first before I like dive into like. Especially because your vote, you're voting for the your your own, for your own area, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, so Jameson just, guy. <laughs> Jameson <laughs> Kang. Kang.
2: Yeah. But I I just I just think like as a as a voter then naturally you feel like because this is the first time I'm voting. The last time mm. I did not really I didn't really pay that much. I mean I was watching the news and stuff, but I knew that I wasn't voting so I would, I didn't really, mm. really have a, an impact. Now I have a chance to to do something la, to actually my, my vote counts, right? So just want to mm. know like who I'm voting for and what what the opposition yeah. Stands for Then yeah. make that Informed decision Because That's that's what I can do right now In yeah. this in this space I have
0: I guess for me like I am Part of the East Coast plan So I yeah. don't want to know more about <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know more about You know Nicotes the here Because <laughs> Because it's <I> your <laughs> It's your vicinity Yeah it's the constituency Let's make it clear
1: There's a hashtag Views hashtag in Twitter hashtag yeah, hashtag
0: yeah yeah Nicole We're Nicole not being I sexist Or I anything I don't personally know uh, <laughs> YJ <Yeah>. Kokok <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> and Jameis Opa. <laughs> um, yeah, I think one more thing that a lot of people touched on um, about the election was the NCMP mm. um, mm-hmm. thing. Do you guys know anything about it? Because I I know it's the non
1: constituency non member constituency
2: member of parliament. It's the losers, which uh, is uh, second uh, second
1: place, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that it's that the is best losers. The is it? How many Four, people? Twelve. Is it? Yeah, so they recently increased it to twelve. Uh, not recently. In the la- last few years, they re- increased it to twelve, and they gave them voting rights. So mm. that's why it's so smart, right? That the PAP did that because now they can just say, "Oh, you don't have to vote for the opposition. They can still go into NCMP. They still have voting rights." But essentially, right, is twelve seats out of hundred and three in total? I think, if I'm not wrong, one hundred and five, something like that. So
0: is that, is that why the opposition didn't want? Like I, I saw some opposition
1: people yeah. do want to it's a it's a very symbolic move but that's it if you let's say right if you give PAP the super majority of 90, 92 or 93 seats and then you give the other 12 seats to the opposition right they you need as a majority of 70 to pass any legislation bill so they if you give them 90, 90 something seats right they really can pass anything that they want right that's that's the argument so that's why people uh, that's why the opposition parties are so pissed off. They find it a bit because, pointless. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, they are useless, what? So what if you give them uh, rights? If they get, uh, you know, majority seats, then they're dead. La.
3: Wait, Nigel, can you share, like so before, like, they have voting rights, right, for any billing, how does it work?
1: So, last time, right, as an NCMP, you just, you only can raise issues. You're not given voting rights. So you can raise certain issues, then, maybe an MP will sort of table the bill. And then the people, the members of parliament, the MPs will vote on it. But NC MPs cannot vote. And last time, I think if I'm not wrong, there were only six. So they were very useless. You know, they can only raise issues that that matter to them. But now PAP said, okay, we give you 12 seats and we also give you voting rights. But then they're going to turn around and say, but you just vote for us. You know, They're going to turn to the public and say, you vote for us, 90, 90 seats, we can guarantee that your needs will be met. We still give opposition some say in the, in the parliament, but essentially, if you think about it, it's nothing. It's 12 out of 100, so 100 plus seats.
2: How many seats do the, do the opposition have to win now in order for it to be more balanced, including the NCMPs?
1: Let's 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 be realistic. I don't think they will they will win all the seats, but I think they need to win at least out of the hun, uh let's say, hundred and three seats. They need to win thirty seats, or thirty something okay. seats. Yeah, to two two. Let's say there's a there's a very um, controversial bill, right? That the PAP is trying to pass. Then at least the opposition can can raise their hand and you know draw some awareness to it by 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 voting against it. So, okay. but this is, this is only if right. They win. Let's say how many GRCs? Each GRC is about four to five members, right? They have to win six, eh? Six GRCs, eh? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> tough.
0: I think the consensus so, by the so decision is that it's almost impossible uh, that that will happen.
1: Yeah, we we thought that twenty eleven was a landslide moment, right? When mm. they finally won a GRC, our junior, and then we sort of. Twenty fifteen, we saw sort of saw the back like th- that backslide, and now again, you might see even further backslide.
2: The thing about N- NCMPs and is they are not they are not uh representing people right. They're not hearing no. what people are saying, and people are not coming to them. So they are only representing uh, their party's views. Uh, you know, in a way, yeah. right?
1: Essentially, yeah. So
2: yeah. okay.
1: They are represent. I mean, I guess people they will get to go to let's say if they were the. They lost in this in East Coast GRT. They can maybe get the views of the East Coast residents, but you are not really representing East Coast. You're just you know you're tabling you're you're, you're raising an issue. That's all. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's such a grey area to be for them.
1: It's terrible. It's terrible for Workers Party.
0: Yeah,
1: that's um. why. Um, I mean, that's why we should. You know, have a plan too <laughs> we're not asking for revolution in case anyone's listening I
0: think it's just balance uh. yeah anyone have anything else about the g e they want to talk about or highlight any um burning desire to to share run. their political let's
1: run let's run
3: let's run
0: package
2: g r c we, we
3: <laughs> need
0: 13,
3: first guys. <laughs> 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 I don't guys, <laughs> then we got no money for marketing, though. No, <laughs> Yo,
2: yeah. Shit, now know I, know now I know why. No, I know why. How many followers do we have? We have eighty followers, is it? Yeah, eighty. We
1: will show thirteen k divided by eighty. Each one, please pay now YJ one six two point five. One six three.
2: Let's just round. Okay, it. Guys, 163 yeah, one six three. we'll call it one six three. The rest <laughs> for our, the next cost money. money. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> then we okay. just set aside that's fine Oh yeah, so if you can, if you can set aside your next GST voucher to us right and then we can we can start our own political yeah, exactly. party. yeah please uh, please
1: donate to us
0: What's we our will just do we will just do podcast the whole time we will get you on for $165 <laughs> you can come on to a podcast we call right? it like
2: like podcast first then we get all the people who do podcasts to come and support us and we try to engage in if anytime there's an issue Someone has in public right, You come on a podcast And talk about it
0: no, You have to talk <laughs> Minimum one hour
1: yeah. <laughs> Treat this as your Meet the people session <laughs> yeah. 2025. 2025 Let's do it
0: I'm sure we'll, we'll Come together again And talk about The things that have been happening I, I think we'll try And be more Politically informed Throughout this Election yeah, That's the
1: goal That's the goal
0: um, Yeah I think that's One of our main goals As individuals Is to be more informed to make a more informed choice, and I guess we hope everyone is able to do that too.
1: Yeah. Please read up on your manifestos.
0: Please read up. Um. Listen to the pakish podcast. P u c k i s. Don't listen to us for political views. <laughs> this is our just our opinions. This is all our um alleged opinions. Yes. Entertainment. Everything we say is there alleged. There's no formal yeah. education in here. Yes. No yeah, zero education. We are just idiots, political idiots. Please, we are basically an echo chamber in a rectangle <laughs> on your screen. So, if you want to join our echo chamber, sure, but yeah. I plead you not to. Yeah, we'll be okay. learning alongside you. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll come on. I think we'll record another episode soon. We'll talk about more about we'll talk more about what we have learned throughout the election. Yeah, so if you can, I think listen on. The Pakish Podcast, P-U-C-K-I-S-H. You can look for us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. No, Facebook and Twitter. don't, don't look for us there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't even try. Don't even think about it. <laughs> don't try. Just, just Instagram. Yeah. Instagram at Pakish Podcast. Um, That's where you can find us. Link in bio. shout podcasts. out to our number
1: one fan, Bazi Kaka. Yeah.
0: Bazi Kaka. <laughs> shout out, OG, OG fan. Oh yeah, OG fan. You know, you know what's funny. One thing that's funny that I I go on Google Trends, right? Every time the top three or top two is like football. It's like mostly football stuff.
1: <laughs> Wait, what do you mean?
0: Like for example, Thursday, July second, the top search ten k searches is like West Ham versus Chelsea. Second is Arsenal. Third In is Singapore. Leicester City. Yeah.
2: Oh, I will try to find the links. Uh, the streaming website <laughs>
0: Uh, extended highlights about <laughs> Arteta oh. about
2: betting tips <laughs> oh, really? wow yeah. even, at, even at this even during this yeah. time it's so, still football so
0: about the manifesto right which is number 4 on, on today's list it has 2k plus searches West Ham versus Chelsea extended highlights has 10k plus searches yeah, wow. I contributed to both of them <laughs> <laughs> so guys um, let's, let's let's research more yeah. on our, uh,
1: let's stop watching fucking EPL already <laughs> <laughs> fucking
2: no, you you know know we do already know who won yeah. you know what this means For in 2025 our manifesto will have names of football teams in them so it yes. will be pop up in search oh searches. my god that's a good that's idea, idea right? yeah. glory glory <laughs> you'll never walk alone yes <laughs> we will call this one the West Ham policy then we have the Everton yeah we name we name each policy fun. after a football team <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> instead of manifesto we call it the banter festo la. we
0: are the banter people no we call it the menu festo
2: oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Shout out to um, all the political parties You want to hire some creative strategists Yeah, yeah To, to help you out we don't, we don't expect very much in, in salary But yeah. we'll, we'll just help you us. out us We have follow a PR consultant
3: Yeah uh, An editor Yeah uh, A producer, filmer And uh, entrepreneur Entrepreneur Yeah, <laughs> yeah just um,
0: <laughs> Just to share our podcast We'll help you out Yeah Good night, everyone Happy middle of the year Hum, hum year year Humble. Happy Humpier. Um, see you guys in the next one. Peace. Bye.
2: Bye.